Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Well, kid, how are you getting on? How's the old lad getting on? Hold your wish. Your man up the road is some header. A head like a well-slapped arse. Get your lighters, five for the year, though. I hear. Would you be well? That fella. If there was work in the bed, he'd sleep on the floor, huh? I tell you, he's some dose. Pure, clean, rotten. Your man is some langer. We'll learn him. We'll learn him. You bleeding tick. Tis your man. He's bleeding massive. I'm a busy man. Well, 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 how are you getting on? What's the story with you, star lads and ladies? How are you? Are you buzzing? What's the crack? Nicola Barton is my name if you've only just tuned in for the first time. My name is Nicola Barton and this is the Tis Yourself podcast. And this is episode 14. So only one more to go in this series. Take a little break and then come back with a back with a bang and with some new guests. I've already got two in lined up for this second season and I'm going to go and put my head down and get some more great guests for you. But never mind that. We're still loving season one. So we're going to keep that going. Um, if you've come back and you'd been here before, thank you so much for being so bloody sound and deciding that, yeah, this isn't that bad. Or if you're here for the first time because my guest shared it on Instagram or something, well, when this episode is over, please do have a scroll back and see if there's somebody else you might like. I do think, I do think we'll have another one for you there. Um, So the Tis Yourself podcast is a chat with famous or really interesting people about their lives, about starting off with the thing that made them famous, Um, the role, whether it's, you know, being in a band, it's being an actor, it's, you know, being a reality star, whatever it is, how that came about and how it impacted their lives then and now and, you know, living on then even some people have been 20 years past what they've, they're known for and yet they can't shake that off. And my next guest is one of those people. It's not 20 years, but it is 10 years, 10 years. Wait for it. Since Geordie Shore started. Can you believe? I, I honestly can't. I'm just like, oh my God, I remember first watching it and, you know, loving, I loved Greg in the first series and Jay and then I loved James then as he kind of started to be the girl's best friend as opposed to the boys. And like, it's mental. It's mad. Like, I wouldn't know that many people are in the new seasons. I haven't watched any of those, but the originals, like the, the Gaz, the Holly, the, you know, the Jay, the Vicky, all those, Ricky, all them. Do you remember it? It was gas. It was such a, like, such a different show than what we watch now. You know, it was just, it was basically just watching your own nights out and just being like, I'm so glad I don't have cameras following me around on a night out. Oh my God. That's basically all I ever came away from it was, thanks be to God, no one is filming me on a night out and I don't have to watch it back the next day with the entire nation. So listen, um, I caught up with James. We had great owl crack, um, 
I think you'll enjoy it. He's such a lovely fella. His accent is class. I took all my energy not to be like swooning over his accent. So I hope you enjoy. And yeah, here is Mr. James Tyndale from Geordie Shaw. Hi, James. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? Uh, I'm, I don't know if you can see how uber tanned I am. I just put on Saint Tropez in my face and I didn't realise it came up so quickly. And it looks so oh, weird. I'm sure you can remember the girls that I've lived with over the last 10 years. So I think I think your, your tan, I've seen a lot worse. <laughs> okay, that actually is true. So I don't feel so bad right now. <laughs> yeah. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, really good. Um, just busy, but I, I'm enjoying it. I've got a lot on at the minute, um, but as I say, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm, I'm not complaining at all. Well, look, especially after a year, probably of not as much work as you're used to. So Obviously, it was a shame because we would have normally filmed a couple of times and I, I probably would have done a few different shows, but obviously because of lockdown, they've been put on the back burner. But um, I've still been keeping busy anyway, so... So I'm not I'm not complaining. I feel like lockdown was actually a bit of a blessing in ways because I'm so used to being so fast paced and kind of for years I've never slowed down to kind of assess and figure out where I'm at and where I want to go to. And I feel like it sounds really cheesy, but I feel like through lockdown I kind of found myself and kind of realised, oh well, this is where I'm at. This is what I've got going on. This is where I want to be. Um, and you just I feel a bit content in a way which is which is um which is nice yeah well that is nice because you do learn a lot from having to like spend a lot of time with your on your own or you know in your own yeah. head and kind of going right i've got i've got this time well, i might as well use it to start thinking about what i want to do in my life exactly yeah so i feel like i've done that um i do obviously my my online coaching, my, my PT clients and everything. So that during lockdown as well was was a massive help for us just because normally I, I'd be on my own all the time, but because I was able to um, speak to clients every day and hear them obviously see and hear them do well and, and how like training during lockdown would benefit them, it was, it was nice for me as well. And the thing is, a lot of people would never have done online training before and then suddenly we're so flipping used to it now. I'm just like... I know, I know. <laughs> Well, obviously, before before that, I used to do a lot of like one to one in the gym, and then when I had my gym, I used to do a lot there. And then I done bits of online, but then obviously once lockdown started, I was getting inundated with people asking us for plans, diet plans, training plans, and then I created my app, and yeah, just been rolling with that. And it's it's given us a lot to do. Obviously, it's kept us busy, and obviously, it's kept us in touch with a lot of people. So, so it's it's been a really good thing. So that's definitely helped with my lockdown too. Well, we always ask on this podcast, and it's probably quite easy for you, about um, how people best know you. And I suppose for you, it's Jory Shore. Yeah. So I get a lot of people, it's like, oh, James off Jory Shore, there's James off Jory Shore. Like, I don't think I'll ever be able to, like, shake the Jory Shore. It's always like, I think people think my last name is G Shore. So if I walk past, I go, oh, there's James G Shaw. It's never that's James Tyndale. It's that's James G Shaw. I think once in the whole 10 years, someone went, oh, my God, it's James Tyndale. And I went, whoa. I was like, did I go to school, did I go to school with you? I'm like, uh, you, you know my name. I was like, normally it's like James G Shaw. You're going to be it's, 70 it's, it's with your up, grandkids. But, um, and there people are going to be like, there's James Geordie Shaw. And you'll be like, uh, I'm 70. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I think, obviously because it's been on TV for so long 
there's a lot of people who used to watch it and grew up with it, but then there's a lot of new people that started watching it recently as well. Do you know, like your like your 17, 18 to 20 year olds now, but obviously back then it was it was your 20 year olds and everything watching it. So it's just it's it's been on for 10 years, hasn't it? It would have never thought it in a million years. I, thought, I can't believe I didn't, it. No, I didn't even think it was going to go to TV. When I done the first series, I thought, I booked three and a half weeks holiday off work. I went, right, I'm going to go and do this show, but um, I don't know what it's going to be, but I, I, I don't know what's going to happen with it. It might even go on TV, but I'm just going to go and enjoy it. Um, and then I expected to go back to work afterwards. And then obviously MTV were like, right, well, this is your job now. You need to quit your job. So we were just like, whoa, what's going on? Um, and then obviously you can't prepare yourself for coming on TV. It went on TV and the response overnight, we just blew up. Um, and we just did not expect it at all. We thought, you know what, a few people in Newcastle might watch it, mm. but it was like millions of viewers and then we'll get booked to go to Australia and do nightclubs up and down the country. And I just never expected any of it, but I'm so glad I'd done it because I've had the best 20s I could have ever, ever asked for. What were you working in before you went on to it? Yeah, so I'd done a few jobs. When I left school, I'd become a, a joiner. So I went to college, become a joiner. But then whilst I was doing that, I used to um, I used to help my dad, who had a courier business, doing delivery. So I used to deliver for him as well. And then I also had a job um, working in nightclubs. I used to do topless hosting and bar work yes, and stuff. Yes, yes, yes. So, so I still don't know to this day why my opening credits in Geordie Shaw was the hardest craft I've ever done was doing my hair. But like people still say that it was now. They're like, James is the hardest craft you've ever done stuff doing your hair. I'm like, I've always actually been a grafter. Like <laughs> I, I never just I never just sit around. But I, I think I was maybe implying about like girls or something. I don't mm. know. But as I say, it was 10 years ago now. So. Oh, do so, you cringe when you see that? Or are you just like... Oh, uh, certain bits. But I just feel like anyone, no one likes the sound of their own voice. Have you ever listened to your voice oh. note? Like on, on your phone when it goes to your voicemail and it's just like, oh, cut that off. Um, and just hearing your own voice is bad enough back, but we've actually got to watch ourselves on TV. And a lot of the time we're drunk, so we forget what we we're doing. So it, it's it's good, but it, it can be cringe at times. It can be cringe. But as I say, for me, I've got no regrets from it. It's the, the, the best teens and 20s I've ever had them like I ever could have asked for and it set us up for for the future as well and, and helped us be able to to go nice places and and get what I want in life so yeah I'm, I'm, I'm happy so I hope we I hope we do do this 10 year reunion obviously there was talks of it mm. um, I know everyone else is keen like I seen Charlotte the other day a lot of us got together and went go-karting for a birthday we all want it to happen um, so I think it will it's just a matter of time yeah, well, obviously the pandemic doesn't really help as well. You're like, you, well, I know you guys were meant to go yeah. away for it as well. Yeah, we there was talks of it being away somewhere, and I thought, you know what, Geordie Shaw Broad's always amazing. I was like, I'm, I'm keen, I'll do it. Um, but yeah, we're just kind of just waiting for things to calm down a little bit, and then and then we'll find out. I, I think you but, you changed quite a lot over the series while you're in it because like the first season yeah. stuff, like it was all kind of. Greg was the odd one out nearly in a way because he yeah. was the one who was kind of like, what is all this? Yeah. <laughs> you know what, Jodie Shaw for me, I've always kind of, like, I'm a nice guy, do you know what I mean? I don't like upsetting people and that was always my part. I, I wouldn't really get with people in the house too much because I'd be too worried about upsetting them because I didn't want anything serious with them and stuff. And then obviously I got a girlfriend and... I'm the sort of guy, if, if I have a girlfriend, I'm committed, I'm loyal, I'm 100%. And I feel like 
I got very committed, so I felt like I couldn't do a lot. Mm-hmm. And it restricted us to situations, scenarios, storylines in the house. Uh, looking back on it now, I think, oh, God, James, because obviously that relationship didn't work out. Um, <laughs> and, I'm, and I've been single the last three years. And um, it's just a bit like, but it's part of growing up, do you know what I mean? I learned a lot from that relationship. Um, obviously, I left the show to, to focus on my relationship as well. Uh, I don't think I'll be doing that again. <laughs> but... Uh, but it's just it's just one of them like a lot of people are, are like oh you were the normal one or like you were quite quiet for a bit and I'm like I know because in that situation with a relationship if you if you're not wanting to upset them then it's it's not the right place for it Jordy Shaw is a single is a, a single man's or single girl's show you kind of and became I, I like know, an, an agony uncle for a while like the girls would go to you with their problems with yeah. the other lads <laughs> yeah well that's the thing like even the girls I did a podcast with Charlotte and they were saying how like the girls they didn't like the other lads that much because they kind of just ignored them whereas for me even to this day like I like being in female company as well like, I love being with the lads but lads cracks like one thing but then obviously if you're if you're friends with girls as well they talk. it's like talking about completely different things and I quite like that I like the mix so even to this day, like I'll go and sit in the girls' room on a night time sometimes, like after I've been with the lads, just find out how they are. And, and I always used to do that, and the girls used to love that. So, But obviously they didn't get that from the other lads because the other lads would kind of ignore them until they got drunk. And then, yeah, and then <laughs> until they were on. drunk. And then it was like, yeah. yay! <laughs> yeah, so I've always had good bonds with all the girls, even like the new girls. Um, speak to them all every other day, so... So yeah, I, I just I just like that. As I say, I, I like a mix. I like I like to speak the lads. I like to be among the lads, but then I also like female company as well. So, do, so yeah. do I remember correctly? Were you in Dublin for an episode? I think I remember that. Probably. So we used to go to uh, we used to go to Ireland a lot, and I, I remember nearly every week I would go to Ireland, and I'd have to go into Newcastle Airport, get on one of the little fly B propeller planes. <laughs> On the little plane, shaking like that, and then get, and then touch off down in um in Ireland. But obviously, we've done all over, so we've done um like Northern Ireland, um Southern Ireland. But then we'd do some like little towns as well, oh and just God. turn up turn up in nightclubs, and there'd be two thousand people there screaming, and it would just be madness. Those PA's just, must have been really strange because you're just standing there and just getting your picture taken over and over yeah. again. It's it's weird, but like obviously we got paid really well for them, and um, obviously like if you're a single lad and it was ninety percent women there, so it was like it was like a dream come true. Like what we used to say, like how is this our job? Like how are we getting paid to do this? Like we used to like work on building sites, get up at five o'clock in the morning, and just like just be very normal, like like normal people and now we're getting paid to go to a nightclub and we only have to be here an hour and then we get to travel and it was just it was just madness like so we were very very grateful but it did take its toll because sometimes we would do seven a week and it's like you felt like you had a drink when you went on them because that's they know you for Geordie Shaw so they want Geordie Shaw to turn up Mm -hmm. they don't want bloody um, just someone to turn up get a few photos and then do off out the back door sipping their seven up you're like this is not what I expected yeah, so you got to put on a bit of a show. Whereas now, um, now obviously I'm a lot more serious about my fitness. I have been for years. I'm not. I don't drink anywhere near the amount that I used to. Like we we used to drink four or five times every week if we we're filming every night. Um, whereas now I think I've drank once this year. Yeah, like I'm not a social drinker. Like if I go out for for a meal and it's like, oh, do you want one or should we go for a couple? It's like I'm either I don't drink or I go out and 
we're on it. Like we are getting bottled. So it's like one one or the other. Um, but yeah, as I say, I, I think I've drank once. I'm, I'm going out for a bit on Saturday, so I'll have a drink then. But uh, yeah, I'm just it's a lot it's a lot more casual now. So I could never understand that why you guys would be drinking and then like going out on the tear all night and then the next you know it can go the next morning and it's used doing a workout and I'm like. I don't. I don't know how we. I don't know how we've done it. I don't think I could do it now. If I have a night out now, I have to have the next day off, and I just chill in bed and watch Netflix. <laughs> honestly, honestly, it takes its toll on you. Um, but obviously, when you when you're filming a series, you are in the zone, so it's like you get used to it. Mm. But, yeah. but if it's just like hangovers in real life are so much worse than hangovers in Jordy Short. I feel like because you're out longer as well. When we are, we're on a night out in Jordy Short, it's a couple hours. That's it. Because I remember being in Sydney when you guys were filming there. And yeah. I remember um, you'd go on like a night out or whatever, like just to you guys and you'd be in clubs that and bars and stuff we'd be, would normally be in. Yeah. And then we'd see in the same experience, like you guys were doing PAs. So it was really strange that you were meant to be like, on lads on a night out, but then the next day you yeah. have to go and do a, a PA in a club. Yeah. Honestly, it was it was mental. Like you you couldn't you couldn't keep up. Like we had to have people like take with places because we just wouldn't be able to do it ourselves because it was just so bizarre. <laughs> it was like we had to have like drivers take with places and tour managers to make sure we got from like one place to the next because it was just they just knew we wouldn't be able to do it on our own because we were just kids. Yeah, like, and I can think when you watch yeah. back now, you can see why there was a lot of emotions involved, you know, the fighting and Definitely. or like, yeah, that wouldn't you normally wouldn't fight, but there was so much drink involved, yeah. and then there was so little sleep involved as well. <laughs> it, all, it all takes its toll on you. They definitely got the concept right, they knew what they were doing MTV to make this show. That's why it's lasted 10 years, isn't it? But, um, yeah, it's good. It's really hard for you to leave it because I know you were leaving it for a relationship, but also yeah. it was like something, it was your career. Yeah, it was it was hard. It was hard, but I kind of felt like I'd got to a point where I couldn't continue with it anymore. It was either finish my relationship and go wild again, or do you know what? I've had a good run, leave it here um, and focus on my relationship. But at the time, I really thought that was going to be me for life. Like I thought we were going to be together, and no, I didn't end up that way. <laughs> but as I say, then. I didn't expect to go back to Geordie Shaw. Got a random phone call. I was actually in Australia. I was filming um, First Dates. I'd done a special for that. And then the producers rang us up being like, oh, James, I really want you to come back. We're doing single. And I was just like, do you know what? I left. There could always be a what if. What if I didn't leave? So I'm going to go back and I'm going to try it. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. Um, I feel like the show's changed a lot since what it used to be. It used to be purely just about going out on the pole and getting mortal whereas now I think people are, are more attached to us as people and they like to see where relationships going on they like to see us interact with each other we're a lot more family orientated now whereas we we always got on but we always used to do our own things whereas now it's like everything we do is with each other so it's more fun it's actually more fun to film as well and it's yeah. it's not as it's not as stressful did you guys like when they announced or when the door would open and new people would come in would, did you find that weird because like you, as you said you guys were a little family yeah. and then suddenly yeah. someone's coming so in the girls didn't like it the girls didn't like it if new girls come in but obviously we were just we were all nice people so we were all just welcoming and obviously we'd been given an amazing opportunity like who were we to 
take away an opportunity that someone else has been given. So you, we, the lads, we would always just welcome people with open arms and make make them feel comfortable because it is an awkward thing. Like being on TV and and meeting new people is very awkward. And um, a lot of people change; they don't realise that. But when they come on TV, they just act differently. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. I know I wouldn't be going on like well until I was drunk, and then I'd be like yeah. me. But like then <laughs> the next day, I'd have the fear. I'd be like, "What yeah, did I say?" Yeah. Oh, it's mad. It's mad. But um, yeah, as I say, really, really enjoyed it. Um, hopefully, we're filming again very soon. I've had a few other shows sniffing about, so I feel like I'm going to be on TV a lot over the next sort of eighteen months. So I can't wait for that. Were you kind of nervous then when you were leaving the show and you're like, I have to now plan out the rest of my life in career-wise because yeah. you were, as we said, you're known for Geordie Shore and then to try and be like, sorry, I'm but, um, to be a person too. Yeah, but when I when I was actually doing Geordie Shore, I, I actually like studied during during filming, like during series uh, to um, to be a personal trainer. And I always thought like, this isn't going to last forever thought what are my passions my biggest passion in life is fitness I love helping people I'm getting so many people um, ask us for fitness advice like this is what I need to be doing and I thought you know what this is my dream I want to open a gym I want to do that and you, you, your ideas of what you want change all the time don't they so that's what in my head I went right that's what I'm going to do that's my direction and then I got there and I'd done it and I was like right I've done it what's next I was like I thought I would have felt a bit more achievement by opening the gym than I did mm. um, I didn't really and that's that's why I, that's why I, I, I parted with it when I got asked to do Geordie Shaw again, and I thought, you know what, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. Yeah, I've been offered to do it twice. I can't turn this down. Like I was like, um, I'm gonna get back on that, make the most of it, but then obviously do my online training around it, um, and it's the best thing I've done. Best thing I've done. I've got the best of both worlds. I let my hair down, enjoy myself for a few weeks at a time on Geordie Shaw, and then when I'm not there, I'm I'm busy with my clients. So. What do, what do your clients think of, of this? Like, do they see a different side to you than any of us ever see? Like, do you... Oh, oh, definitely, definitely. Like, I just see myself as a normal bloke and I come across as a normal person. And I, I do... A lot of them are actually shocked when I when I video call them or call them or send them voice notes because they're like, oh, it's actually you doing it, James. We thought, like, you would just be promoting it. There'd be people involved. I was like, no, that's not how it, not how it works. If I'm going to put, put my face or something if I'm going to do something it's going to be me doing it like I'm not going to trust anyone else to um, yeah but but they love it I think it's obviously I'll, I'll, I get people who come through for Geordie Shaw but then I also get a lot of people come through just because I'm now established as a coach and I've got good transformations good client feedback all of that sort of thing so for me that that's amazing like I don't want to just be seen for James off Geordie Shaw like I, I don't want that so obviously I'm not embarrassed by it. It's an amazing part of my life, and that is me. But I'm more than just a guy who gets drunk on the TV. Yes, and you're like, especially when it comes to business, you're like, that's very separate. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, yeah. (laughs) And I saw you were doing something this week. Um, You were doing something about swimming and learning to swim. Obviously, a lot of people who watch Jordy Shaw, we touched on it a few times. Mm. But (laughs) it's just been one of them things that I've always wanted to do it, but... I've either been embarrassed or I've had other things come up where I haven't had enough time to really put myself into it. But now I'm like, right, it's it's the learn to swim week. It's the perfect opportunity. I'm going to get involved. I'm going to learn how to swim myself. I'm going to bring um, It's obviously going to bring loads of awareness to it. There's so many people that actually can't swim that don't do anything 
about it. So I want to be the guy who people will look at and go, wow, James has learned how to swim. I didn't know he couldn't swim. Like, now he's learned. Now he can swim. There's no reason why I can't as well. So I kind of just want to put out that it's never too late to be able to do things that you can't. So for me, I feel like swimming is the only thing I can't do. And it, it, it does restrict us from doing certain things. Like if we go away filming or I go on a nice holiday, I can't really go in the sea because I'm scared and if there's a pool I'll be like to my mates or, or whoever I'm with I'll be like will you just jump in there and see how deep it is for us first <laughs> so I don't jump in and make a fool of myself so um, yeah I just think it's one thing I really want to do I always have so I've done this Learn to Swim week just to kind of get us at it I can't bat out of it I'm going to do it and by the end of next week I think I'll be so much more confident and even if one person follows the story and goes, wow, James has learned to swim. I'm going to do the same. And then they, they change their life by learning how to swim. Then amazing. Well, I, I'm one of those people because I only can swim if I can feel the ground. If I can get yeah. to a pool or the sea and I'm feeling <laughs> the, the bottom, I'm like, grand. But no. it's, it's awful, isn't it? It's, it's an awful feeling. So th- there's actually so many people that can't swim or like have the fear like that. Mm. Um, like I can swim in a pool if I touch the bottom like that, but as soon as it gets too deep, you just panic and you freeze, don't yeah. you? Yeah. So it's just it's just overcoming all that, and I just feel like I've been putting it off for so long. I want to be able to do it. Obviously, I'm hoping to have kids in a few years. You know what I mean? So how nice would it be just to be able to teach them how to swim and and do nice things like that? Because obviously, if I don't, then they might not learn how to swim. Yeah, like I remember I was, as a kid, I loved it. And then what happened was yeah. it pushed me off a really yeah. high thing and into the water and it terrified me because I thought I was going to drown. So since yeah. then, it's just in my head. It is, it's a fear, it's a fear. Yeah, it is. I had, I had similar um, when I was when I was really young and I went to a water park and I went in a bit too deep and I was just going up and up, up and under all the time and then I had to get pulled out. And since then, I've just been like, whoa. It just sits in the back of your mind, doesn't it? Yeah, it's just like you think you're gonna. You're like, I'm going in today. I'm going to be confident or whatever. And then as soon as it comes, you yeah. can't feel the bottom. You're like, <laughs> it's crazy, man. Honestly, it's it's awful. Having a fear of anything's awful, but mm-hmm. there's. I also think there's no there's no better feeling than overcoming your fears. Oh yeah, I think it's just it's just so rewarding. So I just know by the end of this, by the end of next week, I'm going to be stood there with a massive smile on my face, um, and I'll be able to swim. Well, at least it won't be as bad as me when I went to Australia and I went so to I the Great wait. Barrier Reef and I, I was the only person in a life jacket trying to snorkel. Everybody else was like diving and <laughs> these gorgeous I've, I've, done, I've done that as well. <laughs> yeah, I've done that as well. Obviously, I was, I was the same. I was like, it's awful list, but I was like, I'm in the Great, great Barrier Reef. I was like, I, I've... Like I'm getting a uh, snorkel here, but um, I'd done it, but I was petrified. Like, awful. Yeah, I think I lasted 10 minutes and like I was just basically floating because the life jacket was just keeping me up and I was like, <laughs> so like I have tried yeah. to, I have done lessons, but they've been in a pool. So I think I need to do them in the sea or something. Like that's, that's enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's great though that your career yeah, allows you to conquer things like this. Honestly, it's, it's the best thing about it. When people ask me what the best thing about Geordie Shaw was, it is all of the life experiences, like being able to travel. We did a series where it was your bucket lists. And basically, we just wrote a list out of every single thing we wanted to do in my life. And MTV went out, sorted it, booked on it, paid for it. So I was flying planes and doing everything. And, and like, it was just amazing. 
like because obviously Geordie Shore was the biggest reality show of its time. Do you think if you had been young now, you would have went for Love Island? I think I would have. I think I would have been asked to do Love Island. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Just because, um, I just fit the bill for it. Do you know what I mean? Especially when I'm. I feel like certain people are just destined to be picked for shows, and obviously I didn't apply for Geordie Shore. I just got scouted mm. they just seen us on a night out and thought do you know what you'll be great Fred so I think it, w- it would be the same obviously Love Island's a huge show and people who go on it do really well for themselves don't they mm. um, so I just think I've always been the sort of person if an opportunity is um, offered to us I'm not going to not take it because I don't ever want to think what if and if you're young you've got nothing to lose you're always true to yourself as well you've yeah. got nothing to lose like I look at Geordie Shore and you guys like still are such good friends. Most of you are still really good mates. As you said, you're out with Charlotte and stuff and you don't seem to have had the, yeah. I know the anxiety that came with the Love Island contestants. They have to deal with a lot. Maybe it's because social media is much bigger now than it you know, when Geordie Shore started. But like, Do you know, we, we've, we've had a lot of that, especially the girls. The girls suffered so bad with it. Us lads did as well. We used to get, I used to get death threats. We used to get obviously nasty tweets. We used to get people going at work. But people weren't as aware of it. And people weren't standing up and being like, no, you shouldn't be able to do this. There's so much more awareness now about it. Mm-hmm. And obviously because tragically a couple of people have taken their lives to it. Um, like that could have easily been us. But look, luckily it, it wasn't. But um, I think then there wasn't as much obviously um, background help as there is now you would do your psych tests but that would be it your aftercare was was there but it was nowhere near the extent of what it is now that's just because time moves on and things have to adapt and but, but we did get a lot of stick we got a lot of stick we got a lot of nasty things people kind of think people think if you do a TV show you're not a real person and you don't have feelings and you can just take any criticism and anything but it's, it's not the case like everyone's a re- like everyone's a human being everyone's got feelings everyone's got certain things that they're uncomfortable about themselves or they're a bit insecure about so if people are on a daily picking away at them calling them worse than shit and having goes at them it's going to take its toll on you it, it is going to take its toll on you but I must say MTV Line Pictures they've really upped the game over the last couple of years like you've constantly got support if you need someone you can ring someone you, we do weekly psych chats just to make sure that everything's alright um, and you've just you've you've got the support in the background and I feel like a lot of the shows will be like this now I can't believe people sent you death threats I'm like what? you get, you get loads do you, know, do you know what still to this day you can try and do something nice for someone right you can do something for charity or help someone or, or post post a, a nice story with someone. You're always going to have someone negative trying to pull it down, being like, oh, well, you only give £2,000 to that charity. Surely you can afford more than that. Or, yeah. oh, you only done this. And it's just like, you can't win. So you need yeah. to learn that you're always not going to please everyone. And if people are going to sit on social media just to get a, get, get a kick, make their life a bit more interesting by having goes at people, then really you should just be feeling sorry for them. Yeah, I wouldn't like I wouldn't like to be having to go on people, pull, pulling at people's appearances, making them want to feel like shit to make yourself feel better. You've got to sit back and think about that, really. That is a, not a well person, is it? No. No. And like the things... Yeah, yeah there saying, is a lot of people out there that do it. No one's called up on it. Yeah, exactly. But, but I think, um, obviously, I've seen 
We're linked us doing a lot now. Um, I feel like Instagram, social media, there should be a lot more security involved with setting up platform um, accounts. You shouldn't be able to just make an account. You shouldn't be able to make a random account. I feel like if you're going to have a personal account, you need to upload ID, you need to put your address in, you need to do this and that. If you if you're doing a business account, you need to send in your forms. It's just like opening a business account, like a bank account or something. You've got to send off all the checks. You should have to do that with social media. Well, yeah, think about it. If you put up something really horrible on Twitter or Instagram tomorrow, and because obviously yeah. you're verified and you put it up and you said something horrible about somebody, the pylon would be massive. Everyone would be calling for your apology, cutting from yeah. every show you're on. Yes. You'd be cancelled, uh, you would. Yeah, you're so cancelled. Then John 2713, no avatar, can say whatever he wants because we don't know who he is. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's crazy. It's crazy. But I, I'm, I'm just lucky in myself that I'm a strong person that I've been able to deal with it. Yes, I have had some times where I've been like, Do you know what, I could just quit social media. I hate this. I'm not enjoying it. You can get you can get twenty thirty nice messages, but you always you always focus on the one negative one. Yeah. Um, but then I think, Do you know what? No, like I'm not going to think of it. Like I'm not going to let these these idiots put me down because I've got a platform and I can be helping people, and I'd, I'd rather help ten people and have three people not like us than than just come off altogether. Yeah. And I think the people who do like you would be gutted if you just went and disappeared. They would—they're the ones who want you there. Yeah, exactly. I'll—I'll I'll disappear. I'll disappear in another ten years or so. When, <laughs> when I'm, you get when I'm 40, that's when I'll kick back. When I've got a family and I'm, uh, yeah, I've been, been holding off. <laughs> yeah, off I've been holding your... off on the girlfriend for a bit. Ah, uh, you see, that's because you've got an ep- another series yeah. of Geordie Shore coming up. <laughs> exactly. You want to try? You want to try? Tell the girl that you're saying, oh, "I'm just going to go away and do Geordie Shore for a bit." Obviously, I don't feel like it's the right time to bring you on the show, so I'll just catch up when I get out. It's not exactly the nicest chat to have, is it? I'm afraid. Imagine, but, afraid to imagine you know that. Oh my god! Imagine exactly, your boyfriend exactly. saying, "I'm doing a reality dating show where we drink a lot and we just all kind of sleep around." I'd be like, "What?" <laughs> You'd be like, no, you're not. No, you're not doing that. <laughs> yeah, but as, as I say, because because I left years ago to focus on my relationship, I've just been having a bit of time for myself, really. And whilst I've got these opportunities, I'm going to make the most of it. Exactly. Whatever exactly. happens will happen. Exactly. In what, 10 years, you'll regret it if you don't try them. Exactly. Exactly. And I, do you know what? I feel like I probably would have if I hadn't went back. Oh, yeah. You'd be watching them all go and you'd be like, Charlotte's there and Holly's there yeah. and Bridget. and... <laughs> Yeah, no, but that that'll be fun. Hopefully, we get this ten-year reunion sorted. As I say, because whenever us lot are together, especially the originals, we've just got a bond like no other. So the the energy and the vibe in the room is just electric. It's just amazing, and people will see that, and people will love it. So I can't wait just to be in there myself. Yeah, and I think all of you are going back except for Gaz and Vicky, isn't it? I'm not exactly a hundred percent sure. I I can't see Vicky doing it just because. She doesn't really do anything with Jordy Shaw anymore. Um, she's really, really made it clear that she's distanced herself from Jordy Shaw, which is which is sad because I would love to see everyone there. Um, mm. I don't know. I don't know the situation with Gary. I know he's got a couple of kids. I know, obviously, I don't. I don't know. I think it can't just be the kids though, because there's obviously Aaron's got kids, Marnie's got kids. They're coming back. Maybe it's just because of his role on the show. 
these relationships, yes. these relationships, not that keen on it. Like that's what I'm thinking. Maybe, maybe he's yeah. a bit more pressure on pressure on him. But to be honest, if he come back and he wasn't able to pull, then I don't know what he would do, really, would he? <laughs> yeah, what would he do? He'd just be standing there know. going. So yeah, he'd, he'd be like me on them series when I had a girlfriend. <laughs> You're like, I know what it's like, mate. You're just very yeah, I, mean, I know what it's like. It's, it's a nightmare, honestly. <laughs> you turn into the bartender and the agony uncle. You do, you do. But I, I, I would get stick like, why you stood next to that girl? Who's that? What are you talking about? And I'd just be like, oh, my God. So then you would just automatically distance yourself from places and situations. And obviously, it's because we were young. Yeah. Like When you're young, you are a bit insecure and... I don't know. Obviously, it's not going to be the easiest thing having your boyfriend on Jordy Shaw, is it? Um, no. So, so, yeah, I was just trying to be a nice guy, really, but, yeah. Not this time, round. <laughs> not anymore. Not anymore. It's all about making myself happy now. Well, look, that's dead right, and you're right to go and do that, and you might as well take advantage of these um, opportunities yeah. because we're going to be old soon. I know, I know. Well, I know how quick the last 10 years have went, so yeah. and I, I'll, I'll be 40 before I know it, 50, and then, yeah. But at least I'll have a lot of good memories to look back at and I can tell my kids and my grandkids. Yeah. Censor the episodes, though, if you're going to show them. Don't show them certain episodes. <laughs> I know, I know. It's going to be a bit of an awkward one, that, isn't it? Here's Daddy yes. when he was kissing that girl and then that girl yeah, and then that yeah. girl. They're like, Dad, 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 you're not in bed with Mom then. I'll be like, well... <laughs> <laughs> that, that's not your mother <laughs> oh James you're such a legend it's so lovely to talk to you yeah uh, it's, been, it's been nice chatting to you Hi, um, thanks for taking oh, so much time I'm sorry I've kept you ages you're probably really busy it's alright it's, I can just talk for England um, <laughs> it's everything I saved when I was in a relationship it comes out now um, yeah but it's been, it's been nice to talk to you oh bless um, you well listen look after yourself and I'll talk to you soon oh, oh you do nice All to speak right, to you bye. I'll see you later bye bye bye, bye. bye. There you go. That was Geordie Shore's James Tyndale there. And they're going to be filming a new season of Geordie Shore with all the originals and the, some of the cast that come afterwards. Well, all the originals, Bar Vicky and Gaz at the moment. Um, and then some of the others that have come on since then, like Aaron, etc. Um, Marnie and all those. That'll be good crack. It's like when Jersey Shore go back together. I was like, yes to Polly D and Vinny being back on my screen. Yes, give me that. I'll have that any day. Um, so that'd be really good to be like reliving my youth again and being like, how, just like James being like, how did I drink and then get up the next day and just act like everything was normal? <laughs> Go for a walk over to the gym and not be like, I just need to stay in bed for 14 hours and I'll get up then. Um, anyway, it's such a good crack with James. And while you're here, have a little scroll back and see if there's anything else that I can interest you in. Maybe like, as we mentioned, Love Island there. Montana Brown was the ep two episodes before this. Um, if you like Too Hot to Handle, Nicole O'Brien was there. If you liked X Factor, Matt Cardle is there. Go have a scan back and see what you like. And I promise my last episode for this season is next week, next Saturday. And then I'll be back. Not a We're not having a long break, just a little one, a couple of weeks, and I'll be back with season two. So... If you like, follow, subscribe, review, all that kind of crack that every podcast tells you to do. But until next Saturday, I will see you. Look after yourselves. Bye. Bye 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 bye. Keep her lit. Yeah. Bye 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 bye